Here it is, another episode of the Infinite Banter Podcast. I am Mark Jolliffe, a.k.a. DJ Soundwave, a.k.a. MJ. What is going on? Big show today. Got two guests on the show, SB and Genesis 7. We're going to talk about their new song, Reppin' the Go. But before we do that, in the words of KRS-One, here is a word from our sponsor. Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. And be sure to add our podcast in the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of the application. Once again, you're listening to the Infinite Banter Podcast. I am DJ Soundwave. Thanks for checking out the show. Big shout out to my last two guests, Alex Udovico and Jason Griff. If you did not hear that episode, go back and check it out and definitely check out their new EP, 312. You can find it on Bandcamp or go to insubordinaterecords.com and definitely check out that new Alex Udovico joint with Zilla Rocca, Cocaine and Therapy. On today's show, we got another two guest feature. We got my man SB. We've known him a long time. We go way back, back when I was in college, 2000, 2001 era, and Genesis 7. Both are on the show today, and they're repping the go because they have a song called Repping the Go, straight from Chicago. This is how we do it. The weather's nice, and they got a new track called Repping the Go, and you're going to hear it in this episode. We're going to talk to them about how they came up with that song and just their background and everything. So really, really look forward to bringing that to you guys. SB's been on the show before, way back in episode 15. So definitely go check that one out if you have not heard it yet. And Genesis 7 making his first and definitely not his last appearance on the Infinite Banter podcast. He's a fellow Star Wars nerd, so salute <laughs> the Genesis 7 and SB coming up here in the episode. Also want to talk about later on songs that are worse than pop songs you already don't like. Stay tuned for that. It's a little tease. Infinite Banter podcast can be found on all digital platforms. You find the show everywhere. iTunes, Spotify, Good Pods, Stitcher, CastBox, Spreaker. If you go on Apple Podcasts where you can listen to the show, make sure you rate and review it. And check out the show also on Podchaser. And by the way, if you review the show on Podchaser, it actually is for a good cause. They donate to Meals on Wheels when I reply to a review that you guys might leave on Podchaser. So definitely go to Podchaser. Do it for a good cause. Instead of listening to this show, you can <laughs> do it to help somebody. So definitely check out Podchaser. Infinite Banter is on there and all streaming platforms. Follow the show on all social media platforms like Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Infinite Banter Podcast. You can even follow me at DJ Soundwave 75 on Twitter and Instagram. All right, let's get into it. SB Genesis 7, talk about their new track, Reppin' the Go, talk about their life playing basketball at Illinois, and so much more. We got a few songs from SB in this episode here. So before we do that, before we do anything, as always, this show never begins until the devastating mic controller, DMC, says these words. Yo, yo, what's up? This is me, DMC, the K-I-N-G, the greatest MC in history. And right now, you're listening to Infinite Banter, because we will banter on forever, because this is the only place for all of y'all to ever be. I be Infinite Banter. You know how we do on this show. Whenever we have a music guest on, we always play a song to get you acclimated, to get you excited, to get you just hyped for the guest and everything's coming up afterwards. So before we talk to SB and Genesis 7 about their new track, Reppin' the Go, let's take you back a bit. This is SB's track, 
This one's called I'm Looking for Claire Huxtable. And thank God I found one and hope you find one, too, if you haven't gotten one yet. Uh, this song really, really is one of my all-time favorite SB tracks and definitely excited to bring it to you guys. So here it is, SB. I'm looking for Claire Huxtable. And after you hear this, on the other side of this, Genesis 7, SB will be on this show talking about repping the go, talking about their music coming up and everything in between. So stay tuned for SB and Genesis 7. But until then, here is SB. I'm looking for Claire Huxtable on the Infinite Banter Podcast. To the love of Adam and Eve Strong enough to deceive The most high for Cry for Live for Die for To make a brother risk a limb out and die for Or even more than the goal Be a martyr Word to Joe to see is crazy lately He gotta search forever for forever my lady Cause just like making baby Doesn't make you a man He doesn't make you lady Just because you a man Cause now I'm seeing women Deviate from the plan Be talking that I'm independent I don't need me a man But that's the bull is talking Bull is walking Y'all really wanna end up Independent in the coffin With no children A husband no life Without the substance Devoid of the loving The father sent from up above And we were created for each other Did you read that? The way they moving nowadays They don't believe that But see I grew up on the Cosby show And while I had a lot of love For a wheezy and flow They couldn't compare To the lady with the first name Claire Saw my Claire's Put your hands in the air You're I'm looking out for a Claire Huxtable So intelligent and lovable So compatible and beautiful Never pull silly things They pull I'm looking for a Claire Huxtable I'm looking for, I'm looking for a Claire Huxtable Never gullible but touchable Keep it tight like a lovable She make a blood feel comfortable I'm looking for a Claire now you gotta beware the clear personators I know the tight well wish she would die That's right I hate her I'd rather hate the way that she moved Don't really want her to die But wish she would die The things she do Wish I had a magic flute I would quickly buy Piper And every woman that's like her The snake, serpents, and vipers Metaphorically This to speak allegorically So don't be sitting five or after me, please I'm positive So the negative attracting me I guess the curious So what it is is bagging me So they be macking me And this one in particular Was a little cutie all around So I was digging her But she kept the negative hitting Just long enough to get smitten This when my pretty little kitten Turned into a beast I'm like chill Now you just see she looking at me like a wildebeest Something to eat came at me like raw That's when I saw she was the scar But a voice in the stars said remember who you are I'm looking for a Claire ah. Huxtable So intelligent and lovable That's right So compatible and That's beautiful me. Never pull silly things they pull I'm looking for a Claire Huxtable I'm looking for, I'm looking for a Claire Huxtable Never gullible but touchable Keep it tight like a lovable She make a blood feel comfortable I'm looking for Claire Huxtable, I'm looking for, I'm looking To those who want to be a Claire but without a clue I feel your pain, here's what I'm gonna do for you Lay your blueprint out, and every word is true So listen close, won't nobody say it like Step I do one. Put your trust in the Lord, do that in everything you do You will never be bored, use your faith as your shield And your spirit, your sword, so you will always be protected When it rains and pours To your own self must be true Don't follow what they do, you a queen, do you? He's women without man to tell you what to do. They wanna come out, man. They wanna do you. Step three. Ask y'all who your hubby should be. Chances are not a star that you see on TV. 
I know that when I rhyme, a lot of women see me But I can't be the one to everyone be I think it's someone for everyone see So just trust God to show you who he be I'm looking for a player, hearts to go So intelligent and lovable So compatible and beautiful Never pull silly things they pull I'm looking for a player, hearts to go I'm looking for, I'm looking for a player, hearts to go Never gullible but touchable Keep it tight like a lovable She make a bra feel comfortable I'm looking for a player, hearts to go I'm looking for, I'm looking What up, y'all? This your friendly neighborhood fly guy, Cool Ken, aka NY All the Ideal, and I'm chilling with Vanilla Ice's number one fan, DJ Soundwave, on the Infinite Banner Radio Show. Yeah. <laughs> You're tuned into the Infinite Banter Podcast. I am Mark Jolliffe, a.k.a. DJ Soundwave, or is my man SB, who's coming on with me, calls me MJ. They have a song right now called Reppin' for the Go that people in Chicago, you need to know about it, and you will know about it. SB and Genesis 7, and we're going to talk about a lot of things on this show, but welcome back to the show, SB, and welcome in to Genesis 7. Thanks to you guys for coming on the Infinite Banter Podcast. What is up, my guys? Yes, yes, man, man. It's, it's so good to be back, and... um Good to be here with Genesis 7, man. Appreciate it. Definitely um, appreciate you inviting me on and look forward to getting to know you a little, little bit better as well, MJ. Yeah, appreciate it, man. And, you know, SB, uh, this is my 70th episode. You were back on number 15. So just want to give you a salute for coming on at the genesis <laughs> of this thing, man. You know, back when it, back when it all started. So thank you for uh, being there at the beginning and being here at this point of it, too. So salute. Thank you, man. I, I mean, I'm a big fan of you, you know, specifically, right? But then also a big Big fan of the show, man. I mean, you, you've had so many celebrated and, de- uh, and decorated guests. You know, I, I have to give you big, big shouts out, big salutes for you know, all the good work that you've done with the content. Really, really stellar job, man. Uh, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Speaking of, you know, stellar content, we got to get right into it. This new one, Reppin' for the Go. You guys have been hitting hard on social media and talking about it. Talk about how you guys, you know, first came up with this song and the concept of it. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna defer first to uh, Genesis Seven, and then um, I'll I'll come in with the Ali. <laughs> okay. So, cause, you know, I, love, I, love I know where that's going to too. By the way. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, I love to hear his um, you know, his perspective, and then um, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you mine, MJ. <laughs> All right. So I, I will start off by saying, um, and I hope I'm not giving away too much here, but um, SB and I went to college together. Um, back at the University of Illinois. And I would say 
we were we were strong associates, not best friends or anything like that, but definitely cool with each other. Um, always spoke, always chatted, always had um, mutual respect. Well, at least I have respect for him. Hopefully he had mutual respect for me. Um, so getting to know him all the way from back then. And then, you know, as everybody goes their separate ways after college, I got into DJing a little bit more and then eventually into producing. And I didn't know that he was into rapping until later. So when I found out he was an MC and he could rap and do poetry and just speak eloquently and all these kind of things, um, I was just kind of admiring him from afar. And then we had a mutual buddy of ours who was like, yeah, man, you know, you guys ought to connect and do a song or or all three of us, for that matter, ought to do something. And I was like, yeah, you know, that's, that's right. That makes sense. And um, we didn't do it, though, for years. <laughs> didn't do it. And so finally, I looked him up one more time and I was like, hey, hey, man, we really need to do something. And, uh, and get a song, you know, together. And one of the reasons I wanted to work with him is because I knew we're on a similar wavelength. So you'll never hear any kind of junk from us. So it's going to be high quality. Right. Um, and then also it's going to have the, the right message or it's going to be something about just being fun. But it's never going to be just just junk or, or negative or anything like that. So I was, you know, wanted to work with somebody like that as well. And then I shot him maybe two or three different beats. And, uh, and then next thing I know, he was like, yeah, this will work. And then it was just it just went from there. And we've been working together really easy since then. And I um, look forward to even doing more work with him in the future. So that's kind of how it, how it got started. And, um, and I'll let him go from there. But I, again, I knew the message would be right on. So when he sent me the, the lyrics back, I was like, yep, this works. Let me make these few changes to the music and let's get going from here. And then and then we got the song out. And so I think it is. Not even, not even only a summertime anthem, it's a springtime anthem as well. So we feel good about that. All right. Well, you know, around Chicago, you guys know 55 degrees is like summer for us. So this <laughs> right. feels like summer to me. <laughs> right, right, right. So, so, so you guys know, as I said, MJ, I, I knew uh, Genesis 7 would toss me a, a nice alley you. Um, you going to break the backboard now? You're going to come crashing down like Shaq? <laughs> and, and, you know, I'm going to come down screaming like Moses Curry. I know that's a name people probably haven't heard in a while, right? <laughs> but um, you know, to his point, right, we, we met down at U of I. Um, I actually intro it on the song, right? I talk, I talk a little bit about that. We used to ball at a place called Wimpy. And Reg, I can't even remember what WIPI stands for, right? I think the last <laughs> two parts was were uh, physical education, maybe West something, right? You know, if right, I right. guess, right? But um, MJ, as a as a as a as a young student, you know, at the University of Illinois Champaign Urbana, um, you know, it, it it hurt my heart, right? Obviously, to see us lose in the way oh, that we lost. Wow, yeah, <laughs> man, and to Loyola too, right? Oh yeah, I guess Loyola no less, right? But at least you know it was a Chicago team that that did it to us, right? Um, so they they went on to continue repping the go, although they didn't go too far in terms of repping the go. But but shout out to you know um you know my flying Illini as well as my um. As uh, you know, Wafflin Alumni, shout out to Stephen Bardo. Um, shout out to the Fighting Alumni. Um, and shout out to um to, to the loyal loyal Ramblers. But at any rate, you know, we used to play ball every single day, and and Wimpy especially was that place. I think the apex was on Fridays, right? So if you didn't get out of class by three <laughs> yeah. o'clock, and if you didn't come with your five, I'm, I'm not even joking, man. You were probably gonna be twenty down. I don't care how good <laughs> you were. Right. We all just kind of came with our own click, with our own five. And um, I remember, you know, first getting a chance to play against Reggie and his crew because, uh, you know, as a freshman, like I was the diaper dandy. Right. You know, me and my buddies, you know, Ron, <laughs> Shannon, Vince, you know, what I mean, we were the new guys on, on campus that were making all the waves. By the time Reg and his crew came, 
that next year with Steve. Um, yeah. who, who else was in your crew, Red? Steve Howery, who was uh, my, my roommate later, too. Um, and then we had Thomas Biddings, um, Fife, if you remember him. So Sean Davis. Oh, yeah. They both. Yeah. So we had um, both of them out there. Jess. So Jess Sloan was with us. So, yeah, that's oh, yeah. kind of our crew. That group right there. Yeah. 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 So so they had they had a nice squad, right? And here's the thing, man. This is my story, and I'm sticking to it, right? You know, <laughs> disclaimer on it already. <laughs> so so my game actually decreased sophomore year, you know, as a result of all the partying that I ended up doing. Yo, know, freshman year, you know, I I I did I, I think I took my game a lot more seriously, but I would say um that second, we'll say the second semester, right? Um, you know, I, I got deep into the parties and, and sophomore by, by jinx. Sophomore year, you know, <laughs> man, I, I I was I was well fledged and well versed in you know the the party scene, right? So um, you know, in come Reg and his guys, right? And you know, it's, it was it's a, it's a mixed feeling, right? Because you know they they could ball, man. They were quick. You know, they could shoot. You know, they 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 reminded me a lot of me and my crew. Only like they were sharper because they hadn't they hadn't really kind of gotten in the mix like we had from a party perspective, right? <laughs> so so um I, I always had, you know, this admiration and respect, you know, for his game, you know, that of his crew and so on and so forth. And um, you know, didn't know that he was, you know, into hip hop like I was. And in fact, a lot of people only at that time probably knew me for being the guy like you know, on the way to the party, right, as we're drinking, you know, I was the guy that always, you know, was set off the killer freestyles, right? So my 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 immediate crew knew that I could rhyme, right? But I really wasn't, you know, kind of putting it out there. And so fast forward to graduation, right, years later, we have a mutual mutual friend by the name of Keith Searles, Kay Seurat, yep. shout out to him, yep. if you're listening, bro. Um, Kay used to always tell me about Reg. I remember, like, he had this one joint. I still need to get it from Reg, right? Because I don't think the case, I don't think the uh, the case of I used it, right? <laughs> it's it's the one sample, Reg. Uh, who's my guy? Um, think it over. I think it's the think it over sample, right? I need that one, man. That's an automatic hit. <laughs> uh, if if, if, if case of I didn't use it, man, I'm claiming it, right? So yeah. he put me on the Reg. I was like, wow, like, dude is nice, right? So. I really wanted to get that beat. <laughs> it's still but, in the vault but somewhere, think, but yeah. <laughs> I, but I think you know he had he had loyalty, and you know you know K. Sarai had um had dibs on it, and you know I, I think he might have sent me some beats, but you just know how stuff goes, right? You know, moving at the speed of life, right? There might have been other projects that were like closer front burner, so um definitely wanted to work with him, but it just never really materialized, right? And so. More recently, right? Maybe was was is this circa 2020, Reg? Yes, maybe 19 or 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so circa 2020, you know, we 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 reconnected, and um, he started hit, he started sending me um beats again, and I came across the beat for repping to go, and I was like, oh, Man. we got one, right? So, so when you hear, literally, like. <laughs> The intro into the song, right, is and so much of the song is just steeped in just things that actually really happen, right? So, um, in my social media posts, man, a lot of times, you know, I borrow a little bit from that Jay Z bar. I don't just, you know, uh, record. I recall. Um, I really do. In most of my music, I'm talking about things that I've experienced, right, either directly or vicariously through people in my inner circle. So it has. There's a lot of double entendre 
in 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 my music and there's a lot of like real nostalgia right because because we've really been there right we've really experienced these things and i think that there's i always loved hip-hop like that growing up you know that's that's the type of music that i like to make so you know again when he gave me the beat i knew this was this is I, this was a hit in my humble opinion and um i went right to work on it it didn't take me long to really write it or record it but we did want to you know kind of get it mixed a certain way and you know we went back and forth in terms of like how we wanted to you know put it out there how soon we wanted to put it out there and i think it all worked out right because it because it aligned with the the ncaa championship tournament i think we both really wanted to be able to attach it to the line not winning it all right <laughs> That would have been the ultimate. Oh, there you go. Ultimate way for them to rep to go, right? <laughs> However, you know, I, I think that there's um the the future is really bright, right? Because that's a song that I think any Chicago team, um, Chicago Bulls, Chicago White Sox, if you're listening, Blackhawks. I mean, if you're a Chicago team, right? I think that you should be playing this song in your stadium. And it gets people hyped, like Reg was saying, and like you were saying, um, it's it's very much a, a good weather, good feel song, and it is paying homage to Chicago because in all my travels around the world, what I can tell you is that I found that I always fell in love more and more with Chicago, and I didn't realize that, right? I didn't realize that, you know, going to New York and going to France and, and going in Toronto and, you know, all these places around the world, um, as much as I appreciated all that those locales, you know, brought to the table, it just made me fall that much more in love with Chicago and made me realize just how special our city is because we might not have an ocean, but Lake Michigan might as well be an ocean because you can't see the other side of it, right? Right, <laughs> um, right. You know, we're, 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 in my humble opinion, we're the greatest architectural city in the world. In my humble opinion, we're the greatest food city in the world, right? I wasn't sure of that until I had gone to New York because I, I always felt New York just got this really, really good, you know, um, rap for being a food city. But I think we actually we actually have them faded to a certain degree. So yeah, that that that's that's the story, man. I mean, it's it's a, it's a love story with Chicago. But I think even bigger than that, we're we're working on the song during the pandemic, MJ. And I wanted people to time travel with me because that's what I was doing, right? You know, I haven't been going anywhere during the pandemic. I've been, you know, in my opinion, doing my part, you know, to prevent the spread of COVID nineteen. I wanted people who have, you know, a lot of just probably cabinet fever right about now. I wanted them to be able to kind of go to some of these places that I've been because I was feeling it, right? I, I usually around this time, right? I'd probably be in France at Meetup, right? You know, enjoying, you know, the the music by 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 the Mediterranean right. Sea. And I'm I'm not gonna have that opportunity, but you know, I wanted to take people back to what first started the dream, which was reading books, right? You know, watching National Geographics, you know, listening to to songs that would tell me about these amazing places on God's green earth. And I made that vow to myself, like, hey, I want to go everywhere on the globe. And the beauty of it is that this musical journey has afforded me to go to a lot of places. And I think it's going to allow me to go, you know, to many more. Man, it come full circle. I think Genesis threw you to LAU with that beat. That's what it sounds like on the other side of it. He did, man. I I told him. I was like, look, man, you got one with this. Like, I wasn't playing when I said it on the intro. (laughs) But but I was saying, saying, though, our creativeness started working together really well because you thought the beat was nice. You, your flow was unbelievable to me. It fit with the song. And then I'm actually the one who said, hey, man, we need to do three verses. Let's not stop it, too. I don't know if you remember that. Right. SB. And I said, hey, man, you got to do another verse. 
<laughs> yeah, so, so right. I had him actually add another verse on, and we, we, we made it a little longer. So You went old school. Yeah. You did a third verse, because nobody does third verses anymore. <laughs> right, right. And I'm glad he yeah. did that, though, right? Because, I mean, really, like, that goes back. Shout out to DJ Icy Dre. I remember when I first started, right, really just doing the whole solo thing. And uh, Dre taught me. He, he taught me radio format, right, which is, you know, for those, you know, MCs, you know, just artists listening, man, radio format, you should have eight. You should have um, eight bear bars as the intro, 16 bar verses, eight bar hooks, and I think an eight bar outro, right? Um, yes. So, man, I gave, I gave y'all some game for free. Take that and use it. MJ, if you want one, one more story, that might make you laugh. Oh, man, always, anything. Yeah. yeah. Back, back when we were in Illinois, you're not telling the whole story about Let's See, when he did the so, disclaimer, remember, <laughs> yeah, and, you know, he told yeah. a, an abridged version. <laughs> right. So, so like you said, I did meet a lot of those those guys, um, you know, early on that, that we mentioned, and then even Kesarat that you talked about, and, and another guy named Richard Slaughter that we both knew um, later on, and they were, they were a year ahead of me, but ended up being really cool with him. But when I when I was playing against Sean and them, back then, I'm going to tell them myself, I used to wear these big goggles, so... I didn't have like some horse grants uh, type deal. Yeah, yeah, you got it, you got it. So I didn't have the contacts <laughs> or anything yet. So I know that Sean and all the other folks they were underestimating me when we started out playing. So I had a chance to fly by them because they were looking at me like, "What?" And so by the, by the end, then we were all cool. So he forgot that part, but I thought I'd add that in. Yeah, no, that that is a good element. He's right, right? You know what I mean? Because you know, there is that element of when you first see the competition on the court you're sizing them up right and, yep. and you're, you're trying you, you either say he looks like he could ball or he looks like he can't ball right, and, <laughs> right. And trust me like if you if you looked at reg and you thought that he couldn't ball man you were you were in for a, a real rude awakening because you know he's he's a true point guard really re- deceptively quick and um you know and, and, that, and that's coming from me and i thought i was pretty quick you know on, on my, especially on my first step so i gotta give them props for that so you both played point the whole time in college or i did i had no choice i'm i'm a shorter shorter guy so i had no choice and uh i had a couple of buddies who were all they were all trees and, and um even steve we talked about steve that, that we teased about my old man he's just a muscular dude so I, I had to play point that's that's the only position I could play with those guys, but uh, but even after playing with them for really a short period of time, because a lot of them I just met in college, and they become lifelong friends. So we kind of just figured out how to play together, and, and, and just hooked up in a matter of weeks. And we would go up there and, and try to beat the older guys like Sean said. And that, you could go up there and win a couple games and, and and enjoy your Friday afternoon winning four or five in a row. That might be a good Friday. It might be time to go leave and go get your hair cut and then get ready to go out for the party there you go. That, that night. <laughs> yeah. And that's we see SB. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So SB, you were a point guard too then, right? I, I was, man. You know, to Reggie's point, right? When you stand, you know, five foot eight and a half, right? I'm going to claim that half inch. There you go. <laughs> um, you don't have much of a choice in that in right. that regard, right? So, you know, I played point guard, you know, through throughout, you know, my from my early days to my later days. In high school, when I played ball too, I played right outside of the city. I, I am definitely about, I'm about five, six. And um, I remember when I was on varsity, so my sophomore, junior year, whenever I, you know, got on the varsity team, they came out with the booklet of how you, how big you are. And I remember the coach weighing me and measuring me. He's like, we can't put that on the program. So next thing I know, I was like five, nine. There you go. One, 160 or something like that. <laughs> he flipped that six around and made it a nine. <laughs> yeah. Like, you added three inches and about 30 pounds for me, but. <laughs> it just sounds better. Yeah. <laughs> 
anybody you guys play against during those college days that ended up going to the NBA or somebody that you saw that maybe would have been in the NBA that never quite made it? Any any stars uh, on the other side of it? I, I know for me, um, Sean, I don't know, like, did you ever go up? I would go to MP sometimes. You wanted to play against the guys that were actually on, some of them on the squad. And um, I, I remember one day, and this is not freshman year, so this is a little later, but um, if you remember Kwani Garris, how, how good he was. And so, oh, yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember playing against him and some of the other guys, and um, and and it wasn't like they could just kill us because, you know, we played in the game fine. But then I remember one day, um, Rich, I think Rich Slaughter, he going he gonna to beat me up for telling the story. But I think he was guarding <laughs> Kwani. And, um, and he was doing fine, but then a couple of girls came up in the gym. And he was like, sorry, man. <laughs> Next time down the court, I think he stopped about uh, five feet behind the three-point line. Of course. Was like, <laughs> yeah, and he just started. He could, he could just push it up one more notch. And I just remember thinking, like, I think I'm really good, but these guys, they can just put it up one more notch, one more level. They, they can turn it up. And uh, I think he ended up playing in the NBA for a little while and then going over to Europe. But those are kind of the stories I remember playing against some of those guys. Yeah, Kiwan was nice, man. And, and yeah. just as, as Ray said, right, you know, for those, I mean, we're we're a Big Ten school, right? And um, for both basketball and football, man, you you have you definitely have those individuals, right? Those stars at that level that are um, definitely league 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 uh, league potential, right? And so, um, you know, I, I definitely remember playing with Kiwan and MP. I used to go back and forth both to MP and Wimpy. But uh, I remember mostly going against like the football players that definitely <laughs> yep. went to the NFL, right? Because what what a lot of people don't realize is like a lot of the football players could actually hoop, right? Right. <laughs> um, you know, I, I think they just had to make that decision, right? Either I'm going to do football, I'm going to do basketball, and those that you know just either had more of an affinity for football or you know just felt that that was just the way they wanted to go. They went. They, they chose football over basketball, but I, I definitely played against Kevin Hardy. Um, played against Simeon Rice as well too. Oh wow, you know, he's a beast. You know, how, how big was he though? I mean, he had to be tough to go against. He, he was a big dude, and the yeah. funny thing about it is, is that um, you know, interestingly enough, when he when he first got to U of I, I remember when he came in as a freshman, he was a lot leaner, right? But, man, you know, that program is serious, man, because, you know, it didn't take long for him to really start beefing up. Right. And to become, you know, that, you know, what he what he later what he later became. So, right. Defensive yeah. end. I mean, he's big and fast yeah. and he yeah, yeah. <laughs> get yeah, out of the way. <laughs> if you remember the um, the open league they had, Sean. So we actually played in the, in the open league. My I think it was my third year. So. Keith, that's the guy, Casey Rob, we're talking about. We had Richard, um, this dude named Drew, Steve, my roommate, Eugene Chang, Asian guy from um, from high school and college. We had a nice little crew. We made it to the Final Four. But, but when you got to the Final Four in the Intramural League, that meant you had to play against two of the football teams. <laughs> so they had one team <laughs> that was mostly the, mostly the black guy, and then they had one that was mostly the white guy. They all could hoop. And so when you got there, that was the point when it was like, all right, we had a nice run. It was good, but now we're going to play against Simeon Rice, who is seven times bigger than me and, and almost as quick as me, too. So, yeah, so you dude. started realizing, I'm doing well, but it's, this ain't going to keep working. So that's when you kind of stop. Yeah, it, it's so funny that Reg brought that up, man, because that, that was our stop, you know, gap as well, right? You know, we yeah. would go pretty far in that tournament until we ran up against the football, one of those – there were like two football squads. His memory yeah. is, is, is spot on. 
There were yep. like two football squads, and literally, I would probably say like their their point guard was probably like six four, six five, right? That's, <laughs> right, right? that's as small as they got. And you know, as good as we were, right? We just weren't gonna get past either one of those football squads. <laughs> no. <laughs> So the most important question is, do you guys still play? And then who would win if you guys went one-on-one today? Who who still has the skills? Maybe both do. <laughs> I'll be the first one to say that I, my jersey hung from the rafters years ago, man. Competitive as I am, right? I would definitely give Reg, Reg that. Um, I can tell you that what, 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 I, what, I, what happened for me was some years ago, I um I was still playing ball on a regular basis up until just a few years ago, and I made the mistake right of again as competitive as I am right. Um, I think we were down by one to whatever team we were playing at at LA Fitness. Guy that I was guarding, you know, had the audacity to think that he was gonna um win the winning point on me, right? So I went for the strip, and I got the strip, but unfortunately, you know, if you've ever done this, right, my finger hit the ball straight oh. on. And let's just say that my finger lost, right? <laughs> you know, I, I was in so much pain, I didn't even Yikes. have to look. But, but I, I walked my way to the emergency room, and um, let's just say that my finger was on a complete right angle, right? So um, after that, it just took me so long. It was my shooting hand. So it took me so long just to kind of, like, recover. I didn't even personally think that I would ever get full mobility it was my ring finger on my shooting hand um i got it back but even even now as i'm speaking to you guys i feel a little bit tentative right if i were if i were to go out on the court right and i had to actually guard someone it would always be in the back of my mind that i i might you know have that freak accident again man and i i I just don't want that smoke anymore yeah and you can't tape them up like that either to try and do you can't shoot with tape on your hand so yeah I got a similar similar story that you guys might like to. It's gonna date me a little bit, but um, back when I was in high school, I got invited to Metro Index um, scouting camp, and when I went to the camp, um, the Proviso East guys were there, and if you remember them, Sean, they had, and you guys, Michael Finley, oh man, yeah, Sherelle Ford, Donnie Mm -hmm. Boyce, all on the team. They won the Illinois championship like three years in a row or something, and uh, I remember, yeah, in one of the games, um, Michael Finley was coming down. And he was on a tear, and I was like, I'm either going to strip this ball from him or and I'm going to foul the heck out of him and strip this ball or nothing's going to happen. But I'm not about to let him turn me into a poster <laughs> right, right now. <laughs> on his way to the NBA. <laughs> yeah, so, so I got the strip. He thought I fouled him. I think it was clean. I got the strip, and um, we were going the other way. But after that, what happened is my finger swelled up, same thing, and it, and it messed me up for part of the camp because – you play a point guard, you got to be able to handle the ball. And I had to spend a bunch of time trying to get it iced down and the tape and all that kind of stuff. So, so I, I feel you on that. But, uh, but I can say I stripped Michael Finley, and it was not called, so it was, it was clean. There you go. Man. Everybody know that. That's an accomplishment, man. <laughs> for, those people, for those people who know who Michael Finley is, man, that, that yeah. dude's baller, like one of the best, yeah. one of the best, you know, to ever come out of um, Chicago. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, established NBA career. Sherelle Ford, like you said, too, that's another name that rings out, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In fact, you know, while we're talking about, you know, URC Flames as well, shout out to my man, John L. Sloan. Uh, Man, shout out to my man, DJ J. Imani, too, man. That's actually how I I, I actually became cool with Sherelle, uh, because DJ uh, J. Imani 
would always do, um, he, you know, he's, he's just one of those really generous, generous individuals. And he would have DJs and just musicians just come through his crib all the time. I don't know if he still does it, right? But it was to the point where, um, you know, I, w- I would come through and actually started learning to DJ just by being around all of these, you know, these great Chicago DJs. And, um, you know, I affectionately started calling it the dojo. Right. And so, you know, um, we kind of formalized it and that became the name of it. And, you know, I, I have to get with Jay Imani. If you're listening, bro, I got to get with you, man, because um, if we um, if, if we've let it slack, man, we need to get that going again. man. Um, I think it's, it's, it was something special. Yeah, without a doubt, man. And so back to repping the go. Is this the first time you guys ever worked together on a track? Unfortunately, it is. It's, yeah. it's a shame because we've right. been doing stuff before. Um, and there's actually a song, you're going to laugh at this, a song called From the Go that I did with K. Sarah, um years ago. And then and now we got repping the Go. And um, and, and K. Sarah is the one who was telling us we needed to work together. And we wow. we, we should have did it. We should have did it five or ten years before that. And we just, just never got to it. But, um, but you know, like, like SB said, in God's timing. It worked out, and so yeah, and that's crazy, here. man. I didn't even realize that you guys had. You know, it's funny yeah. that you do that connection, man. You got a good memory because I didn't even realize that you guys had done a song called "From the Go," yeah. man. From the so, Go, yeah, yeah man. I mean, it's on, yeah, it's so, on Spotify and everything too. Check it out when you get a chance. Wow. Right? It's yeah, deep in my dope. catalog, but it, but it's in there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's dope, man. Yeah, but but to his point, you know, I I really am a big believer. You know, everything happens in God's timing, right? You know, and. I always love when things work out organically because I can definitely say like at times in my life when I've tried to force stuff, it's kind of, since we're talking about basketball, let's just keep it with the basketball analogies, right? It's like when you try to force the game, usually, man, you don't have a good game, right? You yep. know, but when you, when you really just kind of allow the game to come to you, right? Yo, that's, that's when I feel like the magic really happens. And, and, and that's what happened, man. Like our first song out, this is the first song that we recorded with one another. And I'm telling you, man, like, it's 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 a heater, right? You know, it, it really is a heater. And I, I say that objectively, right? You know, with me being on the song, right, you might think that I don't have the ability to be objective. But I am, I'm very much, um, I think, probably my own worst critic, right? And I am, I don't know, man. I, I guess if you, if you had to put me in the category, right, I, I probably would be in the category of being a hip hop snob, right? Because I, <laughs> I, I, I love this thing. I, I love hip hop. And I think that there is such a thing as good hip hop and there's bad hip hop. And I don't have a problem telling you that. And I, and I really think that I know that this is good hip hop. You know, I know that this is good storytelling, right? I know this is a, there's a good vibe with this. And I think even bigger than that, you know, you have this story of being able to attach to the greatness that is Chicago, right? The greatness that is this musical journey that takes you around the world. And the greatness of just being able to, um, again, do that time traveling, you know, while somebody else is doing the narration, which is at the core of hip hop, right? You take it back to the griot tradition, which is where this all came from, right? There's nothing new under the sun. The Griots were great storytellers, right? As well as historians, as well as passers down of, of morals and ethos and values, right? And I think you get you get some of all of that, right? You know, I, I, there's a part in the song where I even laugh at myself, right? I laugh at, you know, the the young preteen 
SB, you know, walking the streets of the south side of Chicago and having a literal pimp in his walk, right? Just because that was just, <laughs> you know, that was that was that was my area, right? And that yeah. was that was just certain things you just kind of did unconsciously, right? Because I was talking to Reg about this the other day. I lived in what they could call probably the Chatham area, right? Right off of 87th and um 87th and Cottage, right? Not the worst neighborhood in Chicago, but certainly not the best. And um, what I could tell you is that, you know, you just knew that there were certain elements out there when you stepped outside of your house. So you kind of had to walk a certain way. You kind of had to talk a certain way just to make sure that you wouldn't have a conflict, right? Kind of like, you know, when you play basketball, right? Part of it is your actual game. But, but for me growing up, a big part of it was like a, a, a plan was how well I talk my game, right? You know what I'm saying? You could psychologically dismantle somebody, you know, just by your talking game as you're playing the game. And so, you know, I talked with Reg about how, like, man, when I would step outside of the house, I would put on a certain aura without even really thinking about it, um, the same way that you would put on a coat. And that kept me from um you know being looked at as a potential victim right you know what i'm saying so um not to take things you know to a to a real serious place but that is the reality for so many of our our youth that are growing up in you know urban cities all across uh all across the world not just the united states but i think the entire world so um you know there there was that there was certainly that 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 element there and i had to laugh at it because when i w- when i moved to the suburbs right you know i, I had like a <laughs> prince of bel-air type of experience real talk like i moved out there and you know the kids used to be like man why you walk with such a hard pimp i didn't even realize <laughs> it until they until they made me aware of it right i didn't realize even some of the, you know, the street talk that I had that I had picked up, right? And it was just that that the normal my normality, we'll just say that. And once they kind of made me aware of it, and once I kind of was able to see, right, yo, there's like rabbits and deer out here, right? You know, I mean, it's it's, it's mad, it's mad clean out here. You don't see any trash on the streets. I was able to like really relax, right? And you know, I, I was able to shed that coat to a certain degree, right? I could put it back on, like my man's name. I was gonna say, like it's it's right there anytime <laughs> you need it. <laughs> yeah, I could put it right back on, and I and, and trust me, I do what I have. My man Zam, you know, rest in peace. I remember when we were out in France, right? And uh, <laughs> this is gonna sound crazy, right? But <laughs> but we're in Cannes, France, and we come out of the Palais. And, you know, I saw some dudes that looked kind of rough, right? And I wasn't really, I didn't know what they were on. And, you know, I, I, I went right back into that kind of lingo and that type of, um, you know, just kind of aura, right? And, um, you know, they were actually cool. They just wanted to rhyme for us, right? You know, they're like, oh, you guys from the U.S., you know, we want to spit some rhymes. So we had a good time. But but my man Zed, after, you know, after they left, he was like, dang, dude, like, I didn't know you were as multilingual as you are. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can shift from like Harvard English <laughs> into straight <laughs> up, you know, street, you know, street talk, right? With all the slang that comes with it, and even the bravado that comes with it, like in the blink of an eye. 
And I was like, yeah, man, I mean, that's, you know, I'm from Chicago, right? So that's, that's what I live. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy, man. But it's, but it's true. It's how it is. I mean, anybody, no matter where you're from, I mean, it, it sticks with you. Even if you go somewhere that's completely a 180 from where you grew up. And it's, I mean, I grew up in Rogers Park. It's definitely not, you know, you know that bad there, I guess. But, you know, it's definitely different from Mount Prospect where I'm at right now. You know, it's, it's man, not the same nah, thing. Man. <laughs> now, you guys had the reputation for being a murder capital for quite some time, bro. Oh, yeah, I know about Rogers Park. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't there that's, when that happened. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's funny that you mentioned that. I, I remember, uh, and, you know, I don't know if you guys experienced this, too. I, I didn't even grow up right in the city. I grew up in the western uh, suburbs. But when you went down to Illinois, it got to the point where I, I would get cool, and I would see another person, and they could be another black person another in- engineer that's what i studied it could be somebody just seemed like they were on my on my vibe of any kind i'd be like what's up man we would all nod beat each other then i would go back home and i'd be walking down the street or or in the city or something talking about what's up people would be looking at me like i don't know you <laughs> what are you talking about what's up <laughs> yep. welcome back to chicago man. Welcome right. back. <laughs> i was like i need to turn this off yeah <laughs> do the head nod right you know that that still works yeah. too <laughs> man can we expect more from you guys i i can't believe this is a one and done there's no way there's not a an album coming or some more singles or tracks what can we expect uh, beyond repping the go red you could go ahead and hang it around my neck go ahead <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> so i definitely think we need to, we need to do something as, as a follow-up on this so I, uh, i've been talking to sb for a while about we got to get an ep at a minimum if not a, a full album because people don't really listen to albums like they used to, you know, yeah. years and years ago. Um, so it's hard to keep their attention and you make it too long. But I, but I do like the idea of being able to tell more stories and, and give me a chance to even change up the sonic sound across the album so they don't all sound the same. But but anyways, with that being said, um, he, he said I'm going to hang around his neck because I'm always on him like, it's time for you to start writing because I've sent you quite a bit of music. Right? <laughs> so when we go get these lyrics written and, and recorded and then get them back to me so that I can make a little changes, you know, adjustments based on, you know, how, how he rhymes on it. So, um, so we had a little text exchange the other day where I was like, I won't even, there's a track that I sent him that he really liked. I knew he was going to like it. So let me even say that before I even sent it, I already knew he was going to like it because of the, the feel to it. And he was like, man, I really like that beat. And I was like, great. I'm, now I'm expecting actual recording. And in my defense, fellas, in my defense, what I'll say is this, right? And, and this is the this is the other part of our conversation, uh, was that man, you know, when you got a song like Reppin' the Go, right, as good as it is it is, you gotta you gotta work it. You know what I mean? You gotta work it. And um, you know, right now, right, it's just really been, you know just for full transparency, it's really been me and Reg working it, right? I got, I've got some extended family, some people that are team SB, you know, so, so shout out to my man, Hector, shout out to my man, um, uh, James Doherty, who I actually shouted out in the song, shout out to, um, my man Q Quincy Phillips out there, you know, doing this thing, um, the black man and, um, the black man in Silicon Valley as, as he's well known, you know, that's just doing, doing big things out there. And um, you know, just just shout out to, to to the whole team, man. DJ Carl Allen, uh, my man P Plus, you know, my man uh, brother P out in uh, Japan. Um, but we really could use as much help as we possibly can. So please, you know, everybody listening, make sure that you know 
Um, you're not only just listening to the song on the digital platforms, but share with your people as you have been. You know, send us the videos. You know, one of Reg's guys, I, I love this man. Um, he was actually um, coordinate while he was just driving around with the top down, right? Because this is definitely that yes, top down. Without a doubt. Like riding down, yeah, riding down Lakeshore Drive in the Fresh Whip. You just got it. You know, like like Fresh Prince said, you know, like, you know, you just got it washed, you know, flex, flexing, flexing, you know, in front of the honeys. It's all of that. that Two miles an hour. So everybody sees you all yeah, that. Ex yeah. Exactly. Man. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. So it is very much that, like Red said, it's, it's not just a summertime anthem, in my opinion. Right. It's it's a good weather anthem. It's a good vibe anthem. And it is a love letter to the to the city of Chicago. So. You know, I need everybody in Chicago. Make sure you stand up, support it. Um, go to our website, so www.sbhiphopmusic.com. Reg, give them your handle. Uh, yeah, www.genesis7, so the number seven, productions.com. Right, and then even on, you know, um, your social media in general, right? I'm pretty much at sbhiphop across the board on Instagram and on Twitter. And then Reg, I know yours is different, so please give them your handles as well too. Yeah, it's probably easiest on Instagram and Twitter. It's the same there, so it's at Gen G E N the number seven Productions, so Gen Seven Productions. And um, Instagram is probably the best way to get a quick response from me too. So got a decent follow in there, but we want to we want to make it bigger. Yeah, so you know, audience building is is definitely part of the name of the game. So please follow us on, on social media. Uh, TikTok, I've really been pushing TikTok hard lately as well, too. So it's SB Hip Hop 24-7 on TikTok. But then hit our websites up, join the mailing list so we can keep you in tune. And, and, and um, I, you heard it here officially first, you know, uh, MJ, we are going to have, we are going to be dropping that album, right? Man. It is on the <laughs> But we are going to be dropping the album. Literally and, music to my ears, man. That is great to yeah. hear, dude. <laughs> And, and God will, and God willing, it'll be this summer, right? You know, that's that's the plan. That is definitely the plan. And yeah, everybody listening, follow this show here because I'll post about you know both of their websites and everything, and following them. And yeah, we got to rep the go to the fullest. You know, it's been a rough man two years. I mean, with everything that's going on, I, I've been asking people this one. I'll ask you both the same thing: Has COVID really made it hard for you guys to you know produce? Right, you know, because you don't have the inspiration, you're not out experiencing life. I mean, SB, you're talking about not even being able to go overseas like you've done in the past, and I'm sure Jen, you know, you got some, you know, stuff like that too. How has it been for you guys to collaborate and work? I mean, it's got to be stifling, but maybe there's some new avenues that you never had before that you try to adapt to. That maybe this has actually opened up some eyes in some different areas. Dan, you can take that one first. Okay, um, it, actually, that part hasn't been quite as bad. So for me, at least when you're in the house um i am in the, near the music studio so you know you finish doing something else or you're active doing something else it's quick it's easy to quickly start working on stuff or if i'm inspired by something i see on tv or something i'm talking to my wife about or something i see outside i don't have to i'm not out doing so much stuff so i don't have to wait till i get back home it's like oh i, I think i could do something with that and then i can you know run in here and start working on it so that, that part's been good and then the part about um, working together. I, I don't see any issues there because just you remember the group Foreign Exchange. I'll try not to get too deep on yeah. them either. But but when uh, when Fonte was working with Nicolay originally, they were literally overseas from each other and they started doing that. And then now it's the norm. So for us, 
even with me living outside of uh, Baltimore now and in, in SBA outside Chicago, it's still not very hard to, to work together. And uh, he's been pretty responsive. So, you know, a text, <laughs> uh, uh, Instagram, note to each other, uh, a quick phone call here and there. That hasn't really been that hard to me. The only thing I do miss, I, again, is some of the inspiration I'll get sometimes is just from being outside and being around people. And then sometimes I'm not really, it's kind of artificial and you only see it on TV or, right. or things like that. So that part maybe stifled a little bit, but in general, I've been okay with it. <laughs> so, so I yeah. that, that, that's Jim did an instrumental album in, uh, in April and I did it just because I knew people were stuck up in the house due to COVID. So I was like, let me just put this out because I could just kind of keep working on that kind of stuff. That's me. So I'll just speak for me. Yeah, yeah. I have to agree. I have to agree with um, with, with Reg because uh, you know um, normally around this time of the year, right? As much as life is an inspiration, I do miss that aspect, MJ. Right, of just being able to travel and and you know be you know doing the shows live and direct. You know, being able to really reach out and touch right. the people, right, and touch fans. But but with all of that, you know, comes, you know, a dis- you know I, I don't want to say distraction, but, you know, from a bandwidth perspective, right, it, it takes up a lot of the bandwidth when it comes to, like, actually sitting down, writing, creating, and collabing, right? So, you know, normally around this time, like, I would have been doing shows, right? I would have been kicking it, you know, to be fully transparent, right? You know, <laughs> I would have been, you know, probably, you know, out. You know, it's it certain, you know, because I, I love Chicago. So I love a lot of the, um, especially the outdoor venues, right? When it comes to music. So whether it's like, you know, Ravinia or um, just any of the outdoor festivals, right? The Odd Fest, you know, I can just kind of run them down. But, but I would also extend that to something as simple as, you know, going out and uh, doing the rooftop. You know, I'm, I'm a big rooftop guy. Yeah, so, that's right. You know, I, I like to hang out at, you know, the different, and Chicago's got, you know, a, a, a lot of great ones, right? So, you know, I, I've been to them all, right? <laughs> and and uh, you 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 add that, you know, you, you add the ambiance of that, and then you also add, you know, I'm a Scotch guy, right? So if I'm out, if I'm out, I'm probably going to have a Scotch or two or three or four, right? <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> but but all but, but all, all of that contributes to, right, chewing up your bandwidth. And I, I, what I like about what's happening with the pandemic, right, is a lot of those other things that would have taken me away from just sitting down and writing, you know, um, are not an issue. Um, and there I think go. that I think that, you know, it's one of the reasons why I think I really do feel that we're going to be able to turn this album around really quickly, you know, by June. Again, God willing, I think we'll be able to have because I got the beast teed up. Right. Um, it's just that it's just that so much of my time. Right. Has I believe in the song. Right. I know the song is a winner and I know it's it, it, I, I truly believe it's one of those songs that has the element of it's, it's kind of like a twofer. Right. And I didn't necessarily go. It was it wasn't a scenario where I was just like, hey, man, you know, I'm going to make a summertime song or, you know, hey, man, I'm going to make a Chicago, I'm going to make my Frank Sinatra version of Chicago, right? right. Um, Chicago is. It just came out naturally, organically, right? Just feeling it and vibing it. The music brought that out, and it just took me down that lane. But but, but what I will say is that I, I think that we're going to be able to quickly, you know, get the music out there, but you got to work it is what I, where I was trying to go, right? You know, um, I, and I think a lot of times the fans don't understand just how much work you have to put out 
you have to put into it to make them aware, right? And not just even aware, but to get them to click, right? And then to get them to lock into your movement by going to your website, signing your mailing um, list, and all, all of that stuff is important, and it has to happen to really get that momentum that you need that now allows you to kind of go to, you know, radio stations or allows you to be able to go to some of the, um, you know, your Leo Burnett's, your Burrell's of the world, and it just take it to another notch, right? So, yeah, man, I mean, that that that's a big part of it. So, you know, if it sounds like I'm shamelessly recruiting for Team SZ, I am. <laughs> there you go. Why not? <laughs> I am. You know, we are we are taking applications. Take that right? jersey back down from the rafters, man, and put it back Bro, on yeah, the, that team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you don't even. You know what? You don't even need to. You don't even need the application, right? Just hit, hit us up. You know, sign the mailing list. Email us. Hit us up on um on on, on social media because. Um, you know, we want to expand the team. We want to be able to do more um, in less amount of time. And, um, you know, being able to have those contributions from from the people, man, you know, help us exponentially. Man, without yeah. a doubt. You, you got to work to go as well as rep it. And that's exactly what you right. guys are doing. Man, say that again. <laughs> Working <laughs> the go, that, man. That's funny no you doubt. mentioned that because even when we have the song, um, we'll, we'll put up a clip on instagram facebook um you know whatever and people will listen to the clip we put up in it and they love it and i'm like i need you to now to go listen to it on spotify <laughs> or i need right. you to go listen to it yeah that, this is so 18 that way, seconds <laughs> yeah, get over right. here it, it, yeah it clicks the algorithm people start knowing more about it and, and then like you said we can really rep the go and then and then it gives us time to go work on the next the next project so let me say this too real quick mj like um you know, one of the things that's really refreshing, man, and at the same time fun about working with Genesis 7 is the fact that, you know, man, like we both work, work. You know, we, we take care of just the aesthetics, but we take care of the business aspect of it as well, too. Right. And that's one of the things that I really admire and respect about him, because that's not always the case. Right. You know, and this is no <laughs> not and anyone else, right? But sometimes, like, your artists, right, are just very artsy artists, right? <laughs> they don't, don't want to have right. nothing to do with taking care of business. Oh, paperwork, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. paperwork. Paperwork? <laughs> Y'all talking about paperwork? <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's kind of like that, right? Or you talking about working the record, right? You know, working the record? You know, that's not the case with him, right? So it just, it makes things... As much as there's a lot to do, right? And on any given day, right? He just knows, like, you know, um, I'm always going to be moving, but I know he's always going to be moving. And as a result, we can just accomplish so much more together, right? Than yeah. would necessarily be the case if we were operating on our own, right? And, you know, you know, me coming up, right? You know, I had, I, shout out to Sarah Hamill. I, I had Sarah as a manager. I've had different people, right? that were part of my team, right? But there's something to be said to be working with another creative, right? That just not only gets it and understands the need to, you know, take care of the business and do the marketing and do the promotion, but actually knows how to do no it doubt. and then just executes. Yeah, there's more than just creating. I mean, there's a lot that goes into no matter what it is, but definitely, you know, you need that other, somebody else that you're working with that has the same vision and the same uh, work mentality to get it done. Yeah, that and, hunger. Yeah. That, that hunger, man. You know, not everybody has it. And I think a lot of, this is a quick story. When I first started out rapping, I really started out rapping with a group, 
right? <laughs> and um, what what quickly became apparent to me and what made me say, I don't ever want to be in a group again, um, at least at that time, right, is that I didn't feel like at least one of the members just didn't have the work ethic that I had, right? And so we went into the studio and I think he was more so concerned with living what he thought the hip hop life was, which he thought meant I got to get, I got to smoke blunts, oh, you know, before yeah. I go into the studio. And my thing is like, you know what? Hey, man, whatever floats your boat, you know, I'm not a judgmental dude. All I'm saying is, like, just make sure that, man, that 16 is hot, right? You know, and you can, right. and you can deliver it once, right? You know, be one take Willie, right? You know, allow me to be able to put 50,000 on one take. And it, it doesn't even have to be that. You know, I'm kind of exaggerating a little bit. But, man, we can't be here all night, you know, with you trying to record. 16 we, we're paying for studio time and i was always just very business-minded and about that i knew like if i'm going into the studio i've already practiced my rhyme right if we go into the studio i already got it so i'm gonna go in i'm gonna lay i'm gonna lay my verse i'm gonna lay my ad-libs and you know any if i have to stack something and then i'm out of there right because you want to get as much accomplished with that time because you're on the clock and I and when I saw that that not everybody in the group thought the way that I I, I thought right, um, I, I I was a much more impatient man when I was younger, right? And I just didn't <laughs> I just I just didn't have the patience for that. I was like, man, if I'm gonna be doing all of this right, I might as well be solo. And that's exactly what I did. So you know, bringing it full circle to like partnering up with Reg, right? That's not an issue whatsoever, man. And so it just makes you know, working with him, a breath of fresh air, right? He ain't trying to tell me how to write my rhymes. I'm not trying to tell him how to make <laughs> there it. There you go. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, it's just like, hey, man, he puts the he puts the entrees out there and the, out there for me. And he's like, hey, yo, let me know yo, what you like. Um, and then as he's, but he's also watching, right? And he's paying attention. He's like, mm, okay. Oh, he liked that organic, you know, you know, he likes organic vegan, you know, delicacies, right? <laughs> so then he starts, so he starts, so he starts feeding me more in alignment with that. And then it just allows us to work, I think, that much more fat faster and then create, you know, you know, even even more volume when it comes to output. So again, man, you know, it really, really is, you know, um, really an enjoyable process of working with man and while you're talking is made me think of like you don't even see groups anymore i mean growing up we all grew up on groups like public enemy you know whatever epmd and now you just don't tribe see called quest. yeah tribe <laughs> called quest de la soul you, you go through them all you know all, all through the, the mid 80s up until like you know late 90s but yeah you just it's all solo artists now or producer and mc teams or things of that nature so yeah there's there's got to be some truth to that that's got to be uh what, what's going on why you don't see big conglomerate groups so shout out to groups that stick around and can get through that because that's a lot of moving parts that all have to be on the same page or will never work i'm so glad you went there mj because i got to talk about the album artwork right so i was yeah i was gonna bring up the picture too with you guys with the buildings in the background that that red one always makes me think of downtown going to columbia college when i first met usb you know so definitely go ahead yeah yeah and that was by design so like a lot of people a lot of people don't know like is that you know, my first love and the first talent that I really realized that I had was just being able to draw, right? So I'm, I'm probably more of a visual artist than anything. And um, so I actually, actually, actually designed, um, I actually designed the, uh, the single artwork 
And, um, you know, Reg will probably hear this story. He'd be like, man, he probably had this plan, you know, from the beginning, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, he did, He just wanted to be able to sign off on having designed the, the artwork. But I really didn't. What I will say is this, right? When I'm When I'm creating, I think Kanye talks about this as well, too, right? I really do have visuals in my mind. Like, I have videos as I'm writing a song. Like, I have a video in mind, right? I have artwork in mind. And what I found is that it's so difficult a lot of times, you know, unless you really just have a certain connection with an artist, with a, with a graphic artist or whatever, it's hard to make sure that they, I don't know, they actualize, they can be, and they can be extremely dope, but it's hard to get them to actualize exactly what you're envisioning, right? And I am kind of particular in that way, <laughs> right? So I, I I wanted to do. I was like, hey man, I think I think I told Rez, I was like, hey man, um, I I got some people, you know, that I can have do it, and I do have people like I got graphic designers or whatever. But I felt so strongly about this one, I was like, man, I want to take a crack at it, right? So you know, I I ended up doing it and I sent it to Rez, and he he was really feeling it, right? And my feelings wouldn't have been hurt if he'd have been like, man, this is whack, this is trash. Oh jeez, <laughs> <laughs> we need to, we need to, we need to go with a different designer. But, you know, fortunately, right, he was feeling it. And, and I was try- I wanted to deliberately MJ channel what you spoke to, right? A throwback, that vintage throwback to, you know, the DJ and the rapper, right? Because I think we've gotten, we've gotten so far away from that, right? You guys know hip hop well enough to know that there was a time where the DJ was in front, of usually, course. right? Yes, indeed. The D- Eric being rock him, right? So right. It, when, I, when I designed it, I did put myself in the front, right? But, but, <laughs> but, but I wanted to make, I wanted to make sure Reg was in it, right? I wanted to make sure he was there, and I wanted to channel that whole energy, like of, nah, this is yo, this is hip hop, man. So you got a D, you got a DJ and a rapper, right? And the DJ is just as important as the rapper, right? I'm not, I didn't want to big up one over the other, right? I just wanted to, you know, just really showcase that whole energy, right? And it's it's funny because I I've had different people who spoke on the artwork who 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 really noticed that and they 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 actually liked it, you know, and they compared it to they made those direct draws in comparisons to, you know, like an Eric B and Rock Kim or like a DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. But I knew nice. we, I didn't want to have a I didn't want to have a smiling, right? We are from Chicago, so, you know, we <laughs> Speaking of Rakim. <laughs> yeah, we got the stone face ice grills on it, right? Nobody's smiling. Yeah. Right? But but, but it's still... But it, but, but that belies the fact that it really is a fun record. But but I think it's, it's, it's a more true portrayal because even in the record, right, there's that aspect of fun, right? But there's that aspect of... Um, you know, just Chicago, right? And, you know, how dark Chicago can be in certain ways. And you'll never shake that. Wherever you go, you're going to have that element in you because you've had to survive that. So, And the deers and rabbits know when they see you walking down the street. They know. That's right, man. That's right. <laughs> Speed still has that walk <laughs> when he wants to. <laughs> That's right, man. It, 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 it could, depending on how I feel that day, it could look more like George Jefferson, or it could look more like you know somebody out of one of the uh, <laughs> one of the black exploitation flicks. But you know, it, it, it is what it is. 
Yeah. Watch your back, Thumper. Now I know the real story on the artwork. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Oh, oh, here we go. Just like basketball. (laughs) Man, yeah, the the artwork is perfect. I mean, as soon as you see it, it's like, all right, I'm ready. I'm ready to click this this mute button off so I can hear this this clip that's in here. And, uh, man, I'm just looking forward to it. And that's a pretty cool idea. It's talking about, you know, writing towards visuals because that's really what the song is. And in the production as well, it's a visual song, produced wise, MC wise, you know, both both aspects of. It. That's why I say as soon as I heard it, like I told you, SB, I wanted to put on my coat and go outside. Like I'm like I'm ready to go go do something. Like I don't want to sit in the house right now. <laughs> this is a, this is an outside joint. So salute to both of you guys for putting together a masterpiece. Thank you. That, that respect we got for each other, it is real. Because um, when you said hey, artwork was trash, you you would accepted it. Um, I'll tell on us too. This is something kind of behind the scenes. I don't know how many beats I've probably sent you, Sean. A lot, right? And yeah. One of my one of my key things I always tell them: you got to pick things that are going to move you. And I said, if you don't like something, and, and it's trash, you, I use the same word. I said, if it's trash, you're not going to hurt my feelings because it needs to be something that we both are really feeling. So you know that he can really tell the stories to um, and and speak his message. And then when he sends it back to me, he sends those lyrics, and I want to make a couple little changes here and there. It has to be something that. I could tell he was feeling too. So, um, so I think the mutual respect is like it's like you're not gonna hurt my feelings because we got to make sure there's something that that works for you and, and works for me too. Yeah, I love that. I love that he said that too, MJ. Because um, you know, two two quick um, things that I'm gonna uh, point to. Yeah, it was the late great Nipsey Hussle. I remember him saying that, um, and I remember his brother uh, Black Sam saying like. Man, he 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 will not write to anything unless he's really feeling it, right? And even if it's you know artists that are sending him, we're sending him, willing to send him X amount of money to have him feature on songs or whatever. If he didn't really feel it, right? You know, and feel enthusiastic about it, um, he didn't do it. And um, you know, I, I feel the same way. I've I've always kind of like been the same way, right? I I don't know how to go through the motions, man. I'm not that guy. I'm terrible. My face probably will tell you exactly how I feel about right. anything at any given moment, right? So, and that's where the mask like comes that. in, by the way. You just have the yeah, mask yeah, on; yeah. nobody can tell. <laughs> I mean, I can't, I can't act, you know, and I can't hide it, right? But you know, most of the time, I just, I prefer to just be blunt and just be, be real, right? Um, you know, because that, because that's what I, I, I want, and that's what I kind of expect from from people, right? You know, I, I appreciate that and people. And then the other thing I just wanted to touch on too is like. I can remember as Reg was talking about that. I remember when uh, you know, I was first working with No ID. I first was starting to work with No ID. You know, shout out to him, mentor for Kanye West. And you know, if you don't know No ID, man, yeah, you do your pop research. Check your ID, <laughs> see if you're still breathing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. yeah, so I mean, yeah, I'll just say go Google him, right? But you know, when I first started working with him, one of the things that he was saying, right, you know. Um, he was all he, he was really big on making sure that I got the best the tracks that I really wanted, right? You know, because he was like he was like, I know, I know you, you know, you're 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 a true artist, right? And you need to you need to feel it, right? You're just not that type of person who's gonna fake and is just gonna go through it for the motions. Like you really love you really love this this music. And um, you know, I, I appreciated him recognizing that and I appreciated him always you know just like reg right being the type of person who's just like hey man you're not gonna offend me right you know i got no id beats i got kanye beats you know pick the ones that you like 
Um, and what I what I feel you know, on, on it, you know, doesn't matter as much as you know how you feel about it. So you know, I, I really appreciate that about Reg. Uh, that's great, man. That's that's what you like. You're talking about with the group aspect. The two of you work well together, and he knows what works for you, and vice versa. And uh, you've got to have that honesty because if you're not feeling something, you got to let him know, and vice versa too. So you, that, that's how you come up with a song like this, repping the go. It's not something that happened by accident. So you know, you guys, you know, you know how he, you know how he does honesty thing. I send him ten, ten beats. Here we go. And then he, he, he puts a little heart on the one. <laughs> oh, jeez. And it might be a hard on four, and then other six, you're like either either he ain't feeling this one, it's not for him, or, or it's trash. But all I know is it's only those four. It's a little hard. You bust out gold he stars knows, too. He knows my code, right? You know, my code is like, hey, if I love it, it's gonna get a heart. If not, hey man, he just ain't gonna get nothing. That's right. great, man. <laughs> man, repping the go, Genesis Seven SB, Chicago's finest, and uh, man, thanks again for coming on the show, guys. Once again, let everybody know how they could find you guys on social media, websites, and all that, and definitely repping the go. We're gonna hear it in the podcast. Everybody listening, so you definitely you know this. You'll know the song by the end of this. Yep, no doubt. So again, www.sbhiphopmusic.com. Make sure you sign that mailing list on social media. For the most part, across Instagram, Twitter, uh, it, it's uh, SB Hip Hop. So at SB Hip Hop on Facebook. You know, if you just look up Sean Butler, pretty much, you know, Chicago wise, um, you'll be able to pull me up there. And you know, Gen Seven. Genesis 7. I call them Gen 7 sometimes, right? I, I guess sometimes I'm lazy. You know, I just chop <laughs> people's names up. But, but, Gen, but Gen, Gen, Genesis 7, take it away, bro. Yeah. Um, easiest probably for me is on Instagram. So it's Gen 7 Productions. So G-E-N, the number 7, and then Productions with an S on the end of it. I do have www.genesis7productions.com, especially if you're maybe even an artist looking for beats and stuff like that. And then the other one I would say is please, please go on, go find us on uh, Spotify. And I don't know why the track is on Apple Music yet. They're they're kind of tripping, but uh, go to your Spotify, go to your title, your iHeartRadio, whatever platform you listen to. And if you just put in there Genesis and then number seven, I'm the only one that's going to come up there. And then you'll be able to find the song where you can see it from both of us. And then um, you can also then look at both of our catalogs because you get to click on our, our names and hear other stuff as well. But that that would really help us out as we continue to to push this and make sure people are aware and um, people get a chance to enjoy the music. Yeah, yeah Apple, Apple, please, yo, hurry up and add the song. Like you guys are kind of tripping. Like, I, I have an entire Apple ecosystem at the home. I just bought like you know recently, right? The the latest and greatest MacBook Pro. I got an iPhone. I've got multiple iPads. Come on. Y'all, y'all got to do better for us. <laughs> With <Yeah>. your boys. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, get on it, Apple. Don't mess around. Definitely check out SB and Gen 7, everything they're doing. And when you guys have that full-length EP come out, definitely let me know. We definitely have to promote that and talk about that one as well. Thank you, bro. We'd love, love, love to come back, man. The time always goes so fast, man, when you're having fun. So, yeah. again, you know, for everybody out there, you know, listening, Gotta definitely uh, continue to support my guy, uh, NJ Infinite Banter Podcast. Man, you know, he's been doing great things. The content is amazing. 
Um, I'm just a Thanks, fan man. of him. Like I said, I, I'm a fan of the show. So, you know, make sure you guys uh, continue to tune in and support this good content that he's putting out there for the people. Man, I appreciate that a lot, dude. MJ, I feel like I've known you a while. I enjoyed chopping it up with you. Um, I've been listening to your podcast as well. Um, I saw one of the things you talked about was being a Star Wars nerd. Oh, big time. I'm that, I'm that too. Oh, so I've been, oh there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I'm going to keep listening too because I, I, I like what you do. Man, so, yeah. I I'll, ask you, you having us, yeah. I'll ask you real quick. Did you like Mandalorian? It was That was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. It was good to... Get that old feeling of episodes four, five, and six, but still with a little bit of a new flair. Man, I completely, that was, that was point. <laughs> I completely nerded out when uh, Luke came back. A spoiler. Uh, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> 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 right. And I'm looking forward to uh, the, you know the, the little spinoffs they got. Yeah. Sokatano and Boba Fett. Oh man. That too, so, yeah. didn't tell me Gen Seven was down like that. No, no. I, I, just, <laughs> I, I, I only roll with the finest people, man. With the finest, <laughs> finest of taste. We gotta do a whole new show. This is <laughs> yeah, absolutely man. man, man. Big up to both of you guys, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna go pick up my daughter right now. I'm gonna play "Rep in the Go" in the car, and uh, she is she is a true. She knows her hip hop because her head will nod. I'll, I'll notice when I play something. So uh, <laughs> we'll see what she does when I play "Rep in the Go." I'm pretty sure the head will be moving She's side have that to side. Baby, that baby yo- the baby Yoda with her too, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, doing. Right. As soon as I, as soon as I hang up the phone, I'm getting the applesauce and the baby Yoda, yeah. <laughs> and play repping the go. You named her properly, man. Melody, man, that's the perfect name. Yeah, name. I mean, quick story about that. Like, so my my wife's from Mongolia, and the, her name translates if you're to make it in English into Melody. So Are that was serious? yeah. So that was wow. like, and it was easy for me because I'm like my Melody, Miss Melody. I'm like, you go all over on that one. And I was right, like, you right. know, that, that's a that's a bar right there, man. That's yeah. <laughs> so it's an easy one. It was an easy one. That's you know, awesome. definitely had to, had a school. My wife on rock him like here, play this song. Listen to this. This is this is going to be her theme. She's either going to hate it or she's going to love it. I, hopefully she loves it. That's my hope. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. man, we'll send my love to the ladies of the house. Tell yeah. He says, what's up, man? Oh, without a doubt, man. Appreciate both of you guys. And uh, yeah, like I said, when that EP comes out. You guys always have an open invitation to come through here, chop it up about that, as well as Star Wars with Genesis 7 right here. <laughs> that works. That works. That works. Thank, thank you, brother. You got it, All man. Right. Thanks so much, guys. Appreciate All right. it. All right. All right. Be blessed. Yeah, you too, guys. All right. All right. Peace. Peace. Always fun talking to SB. And again, just really cool talking to Genesis 7. You know, as I said, salutes. He's a Star Wars nerd. So <laughs> just great talking to these dudes. And uh, we talked about the track. Without further ado, it's time to bring that to you. Reppin' the go. And I'm from Chicago. These guys are from Chicago. We're reppin' Chicago. The weather's been nice and warm. This is a song right now. You roll your windows down. You play it up loud. And you know what? If you're not from Chicago and you've been here, that's cool too. Play it anyway. Play it loud. This is right here. A straight banger. SB Genesis 7. Reppin' the go. On the Infinite Banter Podcast. Yeah, Riz. It's a long time coming. Gen 7. SB. Yeah. <laughs> you know you got one right here, Rich. How we meet? Down in Wimpy, you or I? We gonna take him to the shop real quick, though. 
Yeah, now overstand, I'm a shot town hitter, shot town spitter. I'm cold with the flow like a shot town winner. I'm shot so fly, no reply, no quitter. I'ma do, no try, I'ma shot go getter. I'm Southside raised and made, hit the b-ball courts at Dolphin Park is where we played until they shot him up. My pop said that was the bottoms up. Next thing I knew was we was moving in some kind of truck. Welcome to Matson, birds looking relaxing. Four bedroom home, brand new, now we maxing. Goodbye to sounds of weapons blasting. My man G. Used to crack in my sense of ghetto fashion Sporting them orange chucks, slipping my walker Dash the south side, pimping my talk Yeah, couldn't nobody tell me when that was crazy <laughs> Yo, I'm from a city, long winters of snow With short summer steady wishing they grow Either that or go slow And so wherever I go, already know that I'm rapping to go You know I'm rapping to go I'm from a city, long winters of snow With short summer steady wishing they grow Either that or go slow And so wherever I go, already know that I'm rapping to go Y'all know I'm rapping to go My first trip out in South France My man Zan always said I need to travel to a foreign land Now I'm walking red carpets and can And throwing parties on a roof all without an advancer at the ballet Hey, mommy, Carlo didn't valet Them palm trees in the breeze, mommy, a Calais Live shows right adjacent to the sea Can't believe here in France First time I really felt free And Castle Hill had an epiphany Who would have ever thought the eldest of sons of Paul and Tiffany You make it here The motherlands across the water near The thought of being so close would have made you shed a tear I took it in, gave praise to the most high I'm from a city where his kitties really most die Life is pretty, but no pity at the same time So I put Player like the refrigerator, so shy. I'm from a city long winters of snow and short summer steady wishing they grow. Either that or go slow. And so wherever I go, already know that I'm rapping to go. You know I'm rapping to go. I'm from a city long winters of snow and short summer steady wishing they grow. Either that or go slow. And so wherever I go, already know that I'm rapping to go. I can remember rocking out up in T-Dot spots way back in 08. Before the gym, before Kawhi, it was pre-Drake. Before a seven-hour drive, we took the E-Way. Pressing rewind on my mind, nice with the replay. We pulled up on the club and it was all love, me and James Doherty. New type of minority report. Black Kings, hope you're listening close. You are exotic without leaving a coast. Ladies was doing the most. Thought they were cabin with, we really love your accent. But then we realized we really got an accent. The next day we did the interview with Flow FM. Shout out to P Plus, mad love, credit to him. We rocked the show the next night and it was crazy. Peace to North by Northeast, ISIS and the ladies that came through. All for the fly of the James. Gave him peace to Zaki Ibrahim. Carl Allen, thank you. I'm from a city long winters of snow with short summer steady wishing they grow. Either that or go slow. And so wherever I go, already know that I'm rapping to go. You know I'm rapping to go. I'm from a city long winters of snow with short summer steady wishing they grow. Either that or go slow. And so wherever I go, already know that I'm rapping to go. Y'all know I'm rapping to go. Mr. Greenweeds, Marcel Wilkes. Super shout to my boy Mark, you know what I'm saying? Infinite banter. Man, I'm over the moon with this one. I would say to all my artist homies, they should like come holler at this cat. Let's have some fun, man. And you listening live, you know what I'm saying? Infinite banter. My man Mark hold me down, and I appreciate you, bro.
What up, Big Bruh? Listen to the Big Bruh Podcast. What's good, people? This is your boy, Big Bruh. I'm the host of Live with Big Bruh, a podcast where I keep it raw, uncut, uncensored, and unfiltered. Always keeping it 100 and giving you guys my opinion on topics that you need to go check out. Live with Big Bruh is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, or wherever else you like to listen to your favorite podcast. Make sure you go subscribe, rate, and share it. And while you're at it, tell your friends to tell their friends to do the same thing. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Live with Big Bruh. And remember, they can hold you, but they can't stop you. Big Bruh out. Peace, peace, peace. It's your boy, Fillmore Green. You're now listening to the Infinite Banter podcast, the Infinite Banter show, whatever the fuck you call it. It's infinite. The names are infinite. Everything's infinite. Salute to the homie DJ Soundwave. We rocking. Peace. SB was really generous. He gave me a lot of tracks to play and a lot of songs to choose from. So we're going to do a couple more here before we end the show. This track right here is called I Spit For You, another SB classic banger. If you liked what you heard so far from Reppin' The Go and looking for a Claire Huxtable, you'll like this one just as much. This is I Spit For You from SB. Make sure you check out SB at sbhiphopmusic.com and genesis7productions.com. Check out both of them, past music, current music, future projects, everything. Follow these guys on social media and check out their music, sbhiphopmusic.com and genesis7productions.com. But here we go. Without further ado, here's another SB track. This one is I Spit For You on the Infinite Banter Podcast. Let's go. For children of the ghetto, surrounded by rock that can be metal. Has never seen the beauty of the ocean nor metal. The system steady pulling their strings just like the pedal. But I swear I never settle till I free them from the devil. I spit for black babies trying to keep their hope alive. And the world is trying to take away their hunger to survive. I spit for lost sheep that never dream of universities and can't see above their situations and adversities. Who's only real role models is gangsters. They cop back the bankers, the channel they anger. Blow. Rise and fall like the movement of the Dow. They say revolution's coming, but I say the time is now. I put that on my mother and everything that I hold dear. Covered by the waters of faith, so I don't feel fear. Cause you ain't living till you're willing to die. I'm sick and tired of my people living just to get by. I speak for all my ancestors that are dead in the Atlantic. Fed the shark infested waters makes me wanna go manic. Colorful money, they should change in the red. Cause it's soaked in the blood of my people, blood of the dead, yeah. Nat Turner, yo, I spit for you. I spit for you. Fred Hampton, yeah, I spit for you. I spit for you. John Brown, yeah, I spit for you. I spit for you. Megan Evans, yo, I spit for you. I spit for you. Emmett Till, yeah, I spit for you. I spit for you. Malcolm X, yeah, I spit for you. I spit for you. Dr. King, yo, I spit for you. I spit for you. Huey P, yeah, I spit for you. I'm seeing slate shifts to make the Amistad look like a cruise. They never once got the chance to take revenge of the crew. Ain't no limit to the evil men do. Hey, yo, a war on terrorism means a war against you. Uncle Sam, the biggest terrorist the world has ever known. Stole land from indigenous peoples and called it home. Knew it was theirs, but you called it your own. Still, you got the nerve to wonder why you reap what you sow. I remember all the blankets that you lace with the flu. But you don't call it terrorism till it's done against you. Know the plan. And yeah, I know exactly who I am. I'm original man. The one that built the pyramids in the sand. Once you still can't build with your machine in your hand. The seed of Abraham, raised in the true 
of the land. Miss America, the queen of the damn. A blood sucker vampire, so a lot of men ran. But you, you better understand, SB gon' stand. You steady telling me I can't, when I know that I can. Even if I had the rocket as a one man band. The only weapons that I need are the paper and pen. Yeah, Shot Town, yo. Hospital for you, yeah. Southside, yo. Hospital for you, you. Westside, yeah. Hospital for you, you. Northside, uh. Hospital for you, you. East Coast, hospital for you, you. West Coast, yeah. Hospital for you, you. Dirty South, uh. Hospital for you, you. The Midwest, yeah. Hospital for you. Hospital for thugs that's incarcerated. Calling the matrix, cause I know they just a product of the fear and the hatred. Constantly told that they never gon' make it But the spell that they cast on my people I came to break it I wasn't born yesterday Know that there's a better way Know I'll find an answer through God Drop to my knees and pray Cause I was sent to wake the people from the coma they in Stop them from drowning all they troubles in the weed in the gym Cause you're the problem still there when the hires all gone I hope you're listening This is much more than this song I antidote that you can take and it can make y'all strong We've been sedated by the poison for much too long I see the night, but yo, I still see the light in the dawn. Long as I'm here and I'm breathing, y'all believe this song. See, I was born to fight, born to ignite, and born with the sight to conquer the blight. Fight for what's right. Cause in my dreams, I can still hear the screams. Still see the slaves getting raped in their teens. Telling me to carry the torch, even if my people still don't understand it, wanna sit on the porch. I speak for you, Stephen Vico. Husband for you, husband for you. Nelson Mandela, yo. Husband for you, husband for you. Fanny Lou Hamer, husband for you, husband for you. MFDP, yeah. Husband for you, husband for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You already know who it is. King, it's your boy Eddie Kane, man. I'm with DJ Soundwave. Don't play yourself, man. You tuned in the Infinite Banner podcast. Stay locked. You know the best is here, baby. Yeah. Time for you to leave, assholes. All right, that is Kirk Acevedo doing what he does every week, telling me it's time to go, and that is exactly what I'm going to do. But before I go, I had a couple things real quick. Uh, I teased at the beginning that (laughs) sometimes there are worse versions of pop songs that you might not even be aware of. And basically what I'm saying is is that you know now I have a, a little one. She's almost 22 months old. So she watches a lot of Nickelodeon kids shows, whatever, and they play these commercials for something called Kids Bop. And I'm not really familiar with it until now, but basically it's kids singing popular songs. And apparently they have a greatest hits, which is crazy to me because they're not really singers or anything. But what I'm getting at here is just that who is buying these CDs? I get it, you're buying them for your kids, but the way I look at it is like, why can't you just play the song by the original artist? You know, in the commercial, they have them singing the, uh, what's that, the Old Town Road song. I mean, it's not really a song I care for too much. I don't hate it, whatever. It's just a song. But I don't need to hear a bunch of eight-year-olds singing it. I'd rather just hear the dude sing it himself. So when I'm in the car, you know, when she gets old enough to, you know, ask for things to be played. It's one thing to make me turn off Rock Kim, but I'm not turning off Rock Kim to listen to Call Me Maybe sung by eight-year-olds. If you're going to make me listen to this awful song, you're going to listen to it from the original awful artist. I'm not going to play the version by a bunch of kids singing it. When I was growing up, my dad didn't play, you know, Pink Floyd sung by a bunch of kids just to keep me quiet. So that's not happening. Although there is a Pink Floyd song with kids in it. Isn't it uh, Brick in a Wall? Aren't they, isn't there kids singing in that one? But, you know, anyway, to the point... <laughs> <laughs> Kids Bob sounds awful. It's a waste of money. They're not a sponsor, so I can talk about them here. I'll never play that in my car until I end up playing it in my car, and then I look like I'm a hypocrite. 
but <laughs> she gets what she wants. But, you know, it's just funny to me. You know, if you want to hear a bad song, hear it from the original artist. Don't play it from a bunch of, like, screaming eight-year-olds. It's stupid. Just just play the bad song that you're that's already there. I don't need to hear a kid's version of a bad song. Give me the original bad artist and their original bad song. Maybe they have the kids singing it because they just feel like kids like hearing other kids singing. I can't imagine it's anything to do with like changing the lyrics or anything because they're probably using songs that are pretty safe for the most part. I'm sure they're not doing WAP <laughs> and kids bop. <laughs> if they are, somebody tell me. That would be crazy. I don't know how you clean that up with kids singing. I don't think that's possible. So... <laughs> There's probably somebody out there who knows what I'm talking about. Uh, these kids bop CDs or whatever have been around for a long time, and they've been doing this apparently for a while, taking popular songs and getting a bunch of kids in the studio and, you know, singing all over the record, dancing all up in the video. Come to kids bop. All right, that's it for the show, Infinite Banter Podcast. Salute to SB and Genesis 7. Follow the show, Infinite Banter, on all digital platforms. Go to YouTube. Type in Infinite Banter, find clips from past guests, links from those episodes that those guests are on. Follow the show on all social media platforms like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Infinite Banter Podcast. And rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. Rate and review the show on Podchaser. If you do it on Podchaser, there is something for the good of humanity. Meals for Wheels. They donate to Meals for Wheels if you do a review on Podchaser. So don't sleep. Do that. All right, again, salute to SB. You can find him on sbhiphopmusic.com and Genesis 7 at genesis7productions.com. All right, you heard Reppin' for the Go, straight banger, summertime joint, just classic, classic. I can't wait to hear more from these guys. You heard a couple other songs from SB. We'll leave you with one more before we get out of here. We'll play Fighting for the Future to end the show. It's a fitting way to end the show. And again, it was just so great talking to SB and Genesis 7. Can't wait to have them on again talk about anything they're doing in the future. Really look forward to talking to them once again. All right, that's it. I'm out of here. Prayers go out to DMX. Last I read, he's not doing very well at all. It doesn't look good, but, you know, positive thoughts, positive vibes, hopefully hopefully pulls through. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's not looking good, unfortunately. But positive thoughts for DMX, justice for George Floyd. Here's SB with Fighting for the Future. And until I do another one of these episodes... I'm out. Hey, asshole, get off the road. In the future. They say the future is what you make it. The future. Since we got little eyes watching, little ears listening, we got to fight to make the future. Yeah. Now, when I look into the eyes of my little niece, I want to find a way to bring the whole world peace. While my country dropping bombs in the Middle East, I'm contemplating the war and how to make it cease. Because we can all feast without having to steal for one another. We can heal one another. You can feel for a brother. He need about black and white. It's about wrong and right. And raising our seeds to walk in the light. And wouldn't that be a wonderful sight? I hope my words make a spark like a bed with the kid and kite. That's the reason why I shake when I write. I feel the power of the words taking me to a spiritual height. Where the promise of tomorrow is bright. Where the angels sing praise with delight. Up in heaven like an eagle in flight Now some people like to fight or despite I love the kids, that's the reason I fight I keep fighting for the future All we need is fight for the
yo, all I ever hear about is sex, dope, smoking drove. It makes me wonder what Malcolm and Martin died for. It's like my people gave up and chose to turn whore. I can remember we were proud of who we were, we dressed each other with respect, yes, ma'am, and yes, sir. But now every word is a curse or a slur, and people put my worth in a rock or a fur. It's like the world changed all in one big blur. Y'all, I'm gasping for air, cause it's hot up in her. This hip hop game really ought to be a shame, and that includes me, cause we all to blame. Check it, what did we let it was hip to go lame? Y'all, I can't really tell, like I'm crying in the rain. But I'ma live for more than the fortune and the fame. Y'all, we got young souls to save. I keep fighting for the Such a beautiful child always making me laugh But when I think about it, y'all, I start to get grim Cause the penitentiaries they build and they build for him Man, my beautiful niece, see the jail, the deceased It's how they wanna see all of my children from the east That's why I keep fighting for life and never cease Whether here in America or there overseas Cause yo, I can't stop till we cure this disease So I'm sharpening my pencils and I'm rolling up my sleeves Play the role of Superman just like Christopher Reeves So I can see my beautiful seeds turn into trees I've never been a follower, so I'ma take the lead Word of God, I read and prophesy Take heed so I can feed the seeds, man. I know what they need, even if I had to struggle and bleed. I keep fighting for the future. has been a pleasure.